0: Oh, what is going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, and I think the snow has finally stopped where I'm at in Texas. Uh, We've got lots to get into tonight, though. Uh, To get warmed up, we got NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. A few short notes on Raw. Very little, to be honest. AEW, a second WWE NXT show. Taya Valkyrie reportedly signing with WWE. AEW and WWE crossover? Hmm chris hero with a few thoughts on vince mcmahon is teddy hart in jail oh find out that answer and more smarkin Boxman man here and of course we're your dirty dudes
1: Ric Flair day in and day out, every day of his life just keeps winning and winning and winning. Ric Flair! (laughs) New York City Ric Flair! You're going to find out what
0: hard is all about! I do exactly what I want to do.
1: You say I'm insane, I say thank you very much!
2: Make it, make it, make good, to just interesting. Come
1: on! I hate the Hit the we, we love the Today, whew, I've got the stop and profile like never before.
0: You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f- game, Jr. Take me back to paradise paradise. I need warm weather I need sun I need a a fruity drink And a bar Outside bars, Mark That's what I need I do, man I got to admit Right now, I miss Florida It's 76 degrees (laughs) Where I'm from And uh, It's 26 degrees here (laughs) 26 here, let's see what we got Oh yeah, go ahead What you got there? In just
2: a minute here, I was unprepared I did not know we were going to be doing the annual weather Weatherwork
0: 36 <laughs> 30, Dude, I'm at, at 36 I might have water My water pipes are solid frozen I I'm mean
2: saying It feels like 33 So
0: Oh, okay. And that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, well, we got more snow last night. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty bad here. I'm, I'm considering myself lucky. I've, I have power. They're doing rolling outages around here. I haven't been that affected by it once or twice. Internet, though. Wi-Fi especially. Wi-Fi has been shite for the past few days um, I'm not sure if it's because frozen towers or because everyone is on their phone right now. Um, but Wi-Fi has been awful. But uh, this has been good. But, um, yeah, millions right now with no power. Uh, even down there in Austin, the solar panels are frozen over or snow covered. It's just it's it, it's awful, dude. Absolutely awful.
2: Yikes. I've been seeing that you guys. People around your way in the old Texas area have been having just a bear of a time. There's been a lot of people that we know that have had pretty shitty situations. No, uh, We're talking about it off air. Sam that comes in here from time to time in the chat, the Mixler chat, yeah. saying she doesn't have power. She hasn't had power since Saturday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, something like that.
0: <clears throat> this has been a real
2: shitty situation,
0: apparently. You can't get wood anywhere right now. For for firewood, the one. Well, well, what people you you know not that kind of wood, smart. You know what people are doing though? They're selling firewood, six bucks a log. People are making money off this fucking storm, dude. It's ridiculous. You got guys driving around in pickup trucks, knocking on doors.
2: But of course, but of
0: course. Yeah, uh, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we went to go get food last night. Psh. Stores here are closing at 8. We finally ventured out of the house last night. Um, it was awful, absolutely awful. The roads were, I mean, whatever tracks that were on the roads were gone this morning. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been tough, but like I said, I'm considering myself lucky. I've got power, no water. Like I said, all my pipes are frozen. Um, some people have, uh, some people have, um, hot water some people just have cold water some people have no water like me but luckily the power has stayed on and we're staying warm in here i mean like i said you can't get firewood we were burning boxes the other night to stay warm
2: mm, that's a terribly ironic twist
0: yes yes i i, I realize that uh but, uh, I mean, no, we were literally taking food out of boxes, like packaged food in, out of boxes, stacking it and burning those boxes because we had run out of regular boxes.
2: i tell you what, I, I
0: definitely feel for you. That's got to be terrible. <sighs> like I said, I'm considering myself lucky. We've got power. But, uh, I've said before, shower is my safe space. And I, um, I didn't shower for two days. I went to my wife's friend's house today and took a shower, but, uh. I get up in the morning, I shower. That's what I do. I, I sh- it's my wake-up. It's my. I don't drink coffee. I shower. Shower is my coffee. And uh, it's awful, man. Absolutely horrible. But uh, we're getting through it. Luckily, uh, let's see. Tomorrow's going to be about 29. Possible my pipes could unfreeze. Thursday is going to be in the 30s. Saturday, it's going to be warmer. And Sunday, it's going to be 50. I should have water back by Sunday, the latest. Right on. Uh, and then hopefully we don't find any burst pipes from it, but, but we'll see.
2: Without being too graphic, you, is the bathrooms working? Or?
0: We are melting snow to flush the toilets, put in the back of the toilet.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I do remember you saying that.
0: Yep, I got no, we got no choice.
2: Yeah, I've had that happen. Not that so much because it's snow, but Long time ago, last April, I had some tornadoes roll through my area, and we were without water for, for, I forget exactly how long, but it it was a couple of days, and basically just had to use a bunch of, like, whatever water you could rummage up to
0: kind of flush the toilets, and it was not fun. Now, with my wife having all the fish tanks, we did have 20 gallons of water in the garage, luckily, that we had not used yet, so... Once we unfroze the five-gallon jugs, (laughs) yes, they were all frozen, (laughs) solid frozen. Uh, Once we unfroze those, we brought them in, and we had a little bit of water to use here, but the toilets take fucking too much water, man. I was wasting it, so I'm like, nope, you boys go shovel some snow into these buckets here, (laughs) okay, and uh, go do something. Go. Go, go. So that's what we've been doing, letting the snow melt, melting snow on the stove. I've got a gas stove. Luckily, luckily, if the power does goes out, go out, we can still cook in the house, so we'll be okay. We'll be okay. It's just uh, it's rough, but like I said, I'm considering myself lucky um, that I haven't had my power go out, but just a couple of quick times, just a couple of quick times, and everyone else I'm seeing, I mean, I've the store up the street from me has zero power, the store less than a quarter mile from me doesn't have power, hmm. so. I'm not bitching about no water. I'll get through. Right, right. I mean, I am a little crazy without my morning shower, but uh, I'll live. I'll live. It's like, hmm. but what I've had, though, uh, since the Internet's been shitty, I've been watching a lot of uh, 80s movies. Okay. I don't think I watched a, Yeah, I, I did. I watched one newer movie yesterday. I watched mostly 80 movies, uh, 80s, uh, and the day before, the 15th. What was that? Two days ago? Monday was, uh, the uh, in 1985, Breakfast Club had come out.
2: Oh, yeah. I saw you posted that from the old
0: Facebook. I watched that. I watched uh, another movie with Judd Nelson called From the Hip. I watched uh, Last Dragon. Very I watched nice. The Last Dragon, uh, 48 Hours. I watched 48 Hours, and then the one newer one I watched was, uh, I watched, uh, my son wanted to watch Blade uh, 3. Is it the one with Triple H? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Cool. <laughs> I like him in that movie. But yeah, man, that's, uh, that's pretty much what's going on. I've just been watching movies. No one can go to work. Uh, and on top of all that, my father tested positive for COVID today.
2: Yeah, you had told me that. It's uh, been kind of a red-letter day for you. Mm.
0: Well, I knew he had got tested last week. I think I mentioned it. Um, But he was still feeling sick when it came uh, this weekend. So he went, um, what was it? Saturday, he said he went. Got another test. And this one came back today positive. Mm. So... Yikes. Meanwhile, luckily, I don't see them very much. I was with my dad last week, but I'm feeling fine. So, I know he's had a lot of people in his office getting it. So, I'm wondering. Probably that's where he got it. But, man, uh, 70 years old, but my dad will kick it. He's fine. He's just, uh, luckily, with no one being open this week, no one's calling and bothering him to do this and do that. So... Right, yeah, he was saying
2: it's good for him that he at least has the opportunity to rest.
0: Yeah, yeah, matter of fact, he was texting me before the show, so he's all good. He's all good, so anyway, I'm begging my mom to get a test, and she's like, nope, I'm good. No one's sticking that thing up my nose. <laughs> is your mom Joan Rivers? No, my mom, my mom is the classic Jewish-American princess. <laughs> So Joan Rivers. Basically, yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> I just picture her like critiquing your like style choices as you left for school every morning. Like, yeah. ah, you're really gonna wear that,
0: huh? You bought it, goddamn okay. <laughs> right? But I didn't buy it in that order. Okay. Remember my parents are both from Boston. Okay.
2: <laughs> And it's yeah, yeah. I forget about that. I do forget about that.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My mom is the uh, is the quintessential Jewish American princess. <laughs> right on. Oh, love you, mom. I know you're not listening, but hey, just in case. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard you show up. Wasn't it really a fan.
0: <laughs> just in case. smock character. You're not supposed to be talking about me on the air. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I've never had my name on radio before. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That's a little more my grandma, but close to my mom. I promise you. Uh,
2: I, think, I think we're not too far away from straying into like jerky boy territory at some point. Oh, like Saul Rosenbeck.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I guess we can. Uh, oh, plugs. We probably should go ahead and knock out plugs. Um, yeah, sure. Almost forgot about those and me talking about all this bullshit going on around here. But anyway, um, appreciate everyone who reached out. And uh, I did reach out. Papa Dave's okay, in case anyone's wondering. Old friend of the show there. So uh, he's good. He's good. And uh, I am trying to find a song while we're talking here. Oh, what the hell? Let's just play AJ Lee's old music. Turn it up. What the hell? There you go turn up the fucking heat in this state, goddammit. Anyway, let me go ahead and get the plugs up, too. Jesus, this is gonna be a rough show, people. Alright, um, it's been... Wrestling has been the last thing on my mind as far as I'm sorry. I believe you guys can figure that out. But anyway, let's always start out with the high marks. It's Cheese Man. It's Mojo. It's G-Wiz. It's fun to listen to. Where? You can find them on Mixler.com slash Network. Double those T's when you type in Mitt, and you will find them 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time Sundays. And, of course, we got Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades, the Inhuman Experience. I believe they are back. So you're going to want to subscribe. Go find them on Apple, Google, anywhere you find those great podcasts. You will find the Inhuman Experience. Go check it out and subscribe. Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, of course, you can find those guys. Blog, talk, radio, and, of course, all the usual podcast platforms. Looks like I'll be back on there Sunday. I think we all forgot that Sunday was the Elimination Chamber, but... I'll try to get here in time. Otherwise, whatever. We'll do it later. So definitely check out those guys. Um, again, I'll be on there Sunday night. And, of course, Stephen Milan. Appreciate you sharing the show. Letterboxd, BOXD.com, slash Stephen Milan. Two L's in Milan. He's over there reviewing movies. Go check him out. And you can always check us out. Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Anchor, YouTube, everywhere. Go smart.
2: Yes, sir. Mondays, eight thirty, the Minute, Minute Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our friend, the Cheeseman, Cheese Man, Cheese Master, Cheese on Sports. It's your number one one stop shop for everything going on in the sporting world. Also, be sure to check out the Motor City Machine Guns Thursdays, at nine o'clock on the Middle Podcast Network as well. But last, certainly, never ever 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 released. It's our friends, the Planet. the Planet Rack on tour podcast with Bobby Anthem, with Papa Dave Sincere, who is doing just well, as you said, and with Yuck Nasty. Be sure to check out all 16 episodes and season two coming at you very soon. Be subscribed, be prepared, be aware, be alert.
0: That's right. If they're back, it's around the corner. So you're going to want to get on that join subscribe train right now. There we go. All right, let's turn this music down. And, okay, I think we're good to go. All right. I, I, I see Blade 3 was a big topic here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the chat. Dirk,
2: not a fan. of Blade 3, he says Blade 3 sucks.
0: Listen, or sucked. I just want to say, I've said before, I like shitty movies, okay? I'm mm-hmm. never going to try to convince anyone to like a movie that they personally don't like. Because you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. I personally like shitty movies. I like the Fast and Furious bullshit. I like <laughs> stuff like that. It doesn't bother me. Sure. Damn it, I like the American Pie movies.
1: And
2: I will say the first one. I haven't seen of the other ones, but I saw the first one like two years ago for the first time, and it holds up remarkably well.
0: The first uh, American Pie?
2: Yeah, the original,
0: the OG. Well, I mean, it's very insensitive.
2: Well, yeah, sure. If you, I mean, if you're looking for things to get uh, outraged about, you could probably find quite a few there. But in terms of whether or not it's actually funny, it is. Quite a few things in that movie still funny.
0: It is. It is. It's still a good one. I mean, dude, they're, they're the people are trying to say that Grease is is friggin' sexist and racist. Grease. Grease. Yeah, I I
2: wouldn't be able to tell you.
0: A movie from the '70s set in the '50s. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. And uh, all right, so oh, you've never even seen Blade Three? Well, I, have well I
2: I saw the first one.
0: Jump on Hulu, sir. It is on there. You can you can watch it. You can you can judge after that.
2: <laughs> there you go. Tune right. next week for my exclusive Blade Three report.
0: Uh nah, you really don't have to waste your time. Um, <laughs> it does have? Uh, I think that's Jessica Alba in it.
2: Okay, right on.
0: She's uh. Whew, Anyway, let's go ahead. we're going to start with NXT takeover. It was uh, Sunday, and again, I just uh, it was Valentine's Day. I just could not take away. plus we were trying to get whatever we could ready for this storm happening, not the Tony storm, but the storm that was about to happen, um, and it did go on Sunday night. Uh, this was the easiest show for me to watch, honestly, because it um, my my internet was still going. Um, really cool. Kind of opener to the show. Uh, I guess that guy's, is, is that wrestling Flow? Is that his name? I believe so. I think that's what he said towards the end of it. Okay. I, not bad. I liked it. Bringing up the, you know, using the stars and their in the, rapping about the NXT stars, using their names, showing old pay-per-views with upcoming matches in the middle. Uh, NXT Flow, I believe, was the name of the song. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool way
2: to open up the pay-per-view. I thought it was pretty interesting. I think he did a good job of, uh, you know, like you said, mentioning the kind of matches and the feuds and stuff, and then just also throwing out the occasional reference, historical reference. He slipped in an Angel Garza reference in
0: there. Always a thumbs up for me. Yeah, I mean, listen, I may not be a huge hip-hop fan, but uh, I know a good beat, and uh, I liked his lyrics. There you go. So, you know. Not that I hate everything hip hop, it's not that, that at all. it's just most of it I don't like. This one I liked. thought this was really good. I thought it was a cool opening, and uh, like I said, I liked that he was uh, I liked that they were showing the you know older stars, him mentioning them, and then popping up the upcoming matches going. thought that was a really cool open. and then we opened up with uh first match was the yeah. uh, was the uh, women's Dusty Rhodes tag team classic cup. Um finals, and it was Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Mm. Really enjoyed this match. Um again, they're trying to make Gonzalez out to be a beast, man. I'll tell you she is, man. She is a fucking killer in that ring, dude. I I like watching her, man. She's a fucking beast out there.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and the fact that they don't have Ray Ripley on the roster anymore kind of makes her stand out even more because now yeah. you don't have somebody who does the same thing that she does.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, it does make her stand out just a little bit more, which isn't it not going to hurt her. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. So, but I really like like what she's doing out there. I like watching her wrestle. She's she's really fun to watch and just brutalizing the smaller girls. <laughs> I mean. But I mean, she didn't really brutalize Ember Moon. Ember Moon actually got the best of her a couple of times, but uh, Ember Moon's not exactly a tiny little supermodel either. But no, no, you know.
2: So, but uh, <laughs> did you see? There's at one point, I think it was Ember Moon that went for a face wash, and she comes running into the. She comes running. and she hits the boot. and The boot completely misses, and they switch to the camera angle that shows her missing the most picture clear. it was fucking hilarious of
1: course they do
2: (laughs) i was like ah you you done fucked that one up mr kevin dunn uh well i don't know if does kevin dunn run these i'm sure i'm sure well i'm I'm sure sure tax will tell me how full of shit i am in a minute so let's just we'll (laughs) wait for that but
0: uh, i'm sure if there's tv if if it's tv i'm sure it's him running it I, i would i would i would tend to agree with that that statement, but uh, we did get Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. They are the first women's Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic Cup winners. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And Regal didn't say one word. He's out there. He just kind of motions to the trophy like it's yours, mm-hmm. and Got walks his best away. Fan of white, absolutely walks away, and there is confetti falling all over. Hmm. That's pretty much it for that. Yeah, pretty- I so thought that it was a good match, though. Pretty action packed. There's a lot of spots, a lot of flippity doos, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like I said, my notes are kind of minimal for these shows. I've I've had a lot on my mind, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> bear with me if we miss anything. Please don't kill us for it, but uh, bear with us tonight, especially me. Um, we get Johnny Gargano versus Kashida for the North American Championship. I was really looking forward to seeing this match. And uh, it did not disappoint. It did hmm. not disappoint me at all. Right in the beginning, we get Gargano sending Candice and Indy back. I didn't see Austin Theory, so I had to tell you, I was kind of expect- expecting Theory to come out there. Yeah, I, I think he he started to come out, but then something happened.
2: I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was like some kind of chicanery going on with the – I actually kind of feel a little bit of the opposite that you feel about it because for whatever reason, like they're both good wrestlers, but just the feud has not really piqued my interest. So like I kind of didn't care all that much, and then the match was like, all right, like it wasn't bad, it wasn't botch filled, it didn't, it just seemed like it was something that like it went on for a little bit too long for my taste, and I also didn't really, you know, I didn't have the heat going into it anyway, so
1: right. made it kind of
2: harder to. Keep up with it.
0: Yeah, I disagreed a little bit there. I mean, definitely a long match. I agree with that. It was a long match, but I mean, I thought the feud built up pretty good. You had you know the week before with Kushida attacking Gargano and you know doing the arm thing, and well, the two weeks before, uh, and then you know Gargano last. Week. I don't know. I, I kind of liked the build up for it. I know it wasn't the best, uh, right? But I mean, they,
2: they did build it up. I, I won't say that they didn't build it up. It just just didn't really hook me the way I
0: kind of hoped. All right. See, I thought it was a pretty solid match, start to finish. Uh, Awesome little counter of a superplex by Gargano, flipping it into like a power slam. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a takeover-worthy match, man. There you go.
2: Yeah, I mean, there were some cool reversals or cool spots here and there, but it just seemed like it was kind of, there was times where it was just like kind of plodding and a little bit slow.
0: Gargano even selling the the left arm from all the arm bars, doing his finishing, you know, doing the jump off the ropes. Didn't you only use one arm. I don't know, man. I liked it. I liked it. He did a good job of selling the arm. I will say that. All right, there you go. All right, we got. All right, there. See, we finally we agree on something there. Um Gargana retains. Indeed, he did. Yeah, we, yeah absolutely. Retained the uh, North American Championship. I thought it was a good match. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean there's one coming up that I think we both agree that we like. So uh, this next match is that was actually my favorite match of the show. Absolutely. My favorite match of the show this was MSK versus the uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. This was another tag team uh, classic match. This was a finals match. MSK was out there for a little while making the Grizzled Young Veterans look like the grizzled old ass veterans.
1: <laughs>
0: and Lee is another fucking beast, dude. That motherfucker, he's another, he cleared the turnbuckle like nothing when he did that fucking dive over it. And then he did this like flip kick thing, which landed perfect. I I don't know, man. I I think this was a a match that if you followed it, you were like, shit, (laughs) we got to follow that.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would would say also with that, what I I liked about it was that, and they made a note to mention it on commentary, that the Grizzled Young veterans were basically just doing all kinds of maneuvers that they don't normally do just because it was a big match and they were trying to pull out the win. I was really impressed by uh, James Drake, Mm. who is the guy with hair on the tag team. (laughs) It took me a while to kind of differentiate between those two, but he was fucking, they did that little, uh, Doomsday device, like uh, suicide dive, and from the outside, that w- that was fucking cool. And then he did a pretty, he did a pretty sweet moon salt, yeah. Which is pretty much all you need to do to win me over.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, but I like I said, man, I thought this was to me this was the best match on the show. And uh, like I said, man, I think Lee came out as the star in this match. Uh, Wesley, that's his name, um, mm-hmm. came out as the star in this match. I'm not saying Carter was shit at all. He we did. Absolutely fine, but I think uh, I think Lee came out of this match looking better than anybody. Oh, yeah. He's
2: definitely going to be a big star, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, really good stuff. Good stuff by all the teams, but uh, really good stuff by him mainly. Like I said, all those little crazy moves and that flip kick was fucking perfectly. Landed. These guys land moves that they should not be able to land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timing, the execution, just absolutely flawless. Good shit. Yeah, it's almost like they practice. Hmm. You don't no, say. I'm just saying. Just saying. You know, to get get. I ah, forget it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Cameron Grimes, swimming in money came up next.
2: Oh my god, fucking phenomenal. I think that was the same guy that did the intro song. I think so. Because Cameron Grimes also had himself a a rap, which kind of doesn't fit his character, but hey, whatever. It's still fun. I just love the fucking they were showing him, just like in his underwear, walking around a swimming pool, throwing money all over the place, and just fucking Scrooge McDuck in it. It was just phenomenal.
0: Scrooge McDuck in it!
2: (laughs) Just wonderful! I love everything about it. Like it just genuinely put a smile on my face, which is uh, apparently their mission statement. Always. As we like to make fun of them for saying that they like to
0: put smiles on people's
2: faces, but hey, they did.
0: Oh, please write that down for the show name. Uh, <laughs> Scrooge McDuckin it. Scrooge McDuckin it. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, I'm I was not a fan of the Cameron Grimes, but he's been growing on me, especially the past. You know, before he left and then with that whole zombie match and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be a fun little character for him. And if it's a shoot, it's even better.
2: Yeah, and allegedly
1: it is. So Yeah.
0: See. Well, we got another shoot to talk about a little bit later. Uh, we'll. Oh, no. which, when when we get in into Raw, we'll talk about that. But yeah, Cameron Grimes definitely growing on me, looking to see where they take this character. And it looks like he is going to have a good time with this character, which always helps out. Yeah. Uh, so, didn't really need to do anything there. Uh, next match was the Tony Storm, Io Shirai, and Mercedes Martinez. This was a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, Before the ring announcer even starts to announce the match, Mercedes just jumps Io Shirai.
1: <laughs>
0: now, I got to admit, I didn't see a lot of mercedes martinez in or before NXT before she came up. I know she just came up, you know, came over there recently, but I didn't see a lot of her stuff before, a little bit. But man, she's pretty fucking awesome. She
2: really is. She that, really
0: is. That german suplex of Tony Storm off the top rope or she's just dangling there was something to watch.
2: I thought all of it was pretty good. I thought it had a really good flow to it. Sometimes the triple threat matches are just like you get these long periods of time where you just have like one person just not doing shit. But I don't think that was the case. I think everybody was kind of coming in, coming out, and doing their thing. It looked pretty nice, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Um, little botch on the table there. Uh, Tony Storm starts clearing off the announce table and it just falls. <laughs> yeah. It just fall- Somewhere Randy Orton is going, God damn it.
2: There was one thing that kind of caught my attention. I, I forget who it was in commentary. It wasn't Wade Barrett. It was the other one, Joseph. I think. Yeah, uh, Vic Joseph. He was. He had said that Tony Storm was a punk rocker. Ah, I wondered. She, I don't know. To me, she always come off as like more of a glam type. Like it just seems like calling her a punk rocker kind of doesn't really fit. She's basically has basically comes out looking like female Ziggler
0: Who's always been more of a glam type guy. A little bit. Comes out kind of like that. Kind of got the... I don't know. I'm not quite sure how to say what her character is. I mean, she, I mean, she's kind of got like a football outfit on. A little bit. I don't know. Well, yeah, she had the,
2: the eye black on,
0: yeah. Yeah, she got that. I mean, I'll just say. I mean, let's be honest here. She's gorgeous. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> she got us jiggling about. I gotta say, she's the type of girl I... Always went for in high school, dude, short, blonde, and thick. Always had a thing for those. I had a few brunettes along the way, a couple of Italian girls, a little Colombian girl, a few others, but mostly what I like stuck with and dated for years was short, blonde, and thick.
2: Right on, right on.
0: Actually ended up marrying the exact same thing. (laughs) So there, you know, proving my point right there. Um, after the table just falls, and yeah, we've said the Spanish announced team was probably laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they were definitely enjoying that. Um, Eel climbed up the the stage set and just dove off once again. Her doing another crazy move looked like Shane McMay in there. <laughs> yes, she did. She did. I was looking for Steve Blackman. Where are you, Steve?
2: Just out there being a bail bondsman.
0: Just out there catching people.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Stephen Seagal.
0: Yeah, just out there with Steven Scott and Dog the Bounty Hunter. who I'm still doing it, I think. Is he still alive? He is, yeah. His wife had died. Yeah, I know his, yeah, his wife had
1: died,
0: but... Uh, yeah. Or, I'm not sure they were... I think they were married. I'm pretty sure they were married. Yeah, they had a son together. Oh, Leland. Oh, no, they have a couple. They have like, Leland and uh, Lisa. I don't know if Lisa's hers, too, but Lisa is his other daughter, Lisa Chapman. Which, I mean...
1: Oof. <laughs> <Oof.
2: She's, laughs> that's all i'm gonna say yeah she's uh i was talking about his wife but his dude. wife
0: she was i i thought she was hilarious dude i she did Beautiful personality she she definitely had a personality she looked like dolly Parton and a half <laughs>
2: Uh, I I can't find uh, I just wanted to make sure That he was still
0: alive He is I know he's alive I follow him (laughs) (laughs) Around the supermarket No (laughs) He's 68 How about that Yeah I follow the guy He's still out there Chasing fucking cooks dude Alright cool Right on It's good money man (laughs) It is actually It's actually very good money I used to know a guy Who did it Out in East Texas Um he actually oh. he coordinated with the the, te- the actual Texas Rangers, not the baseball team, the uh, right. the actual Texas Rangers when he went out though. So he was a he was pretty much a badass. No, allegedly New Jack was too. Yeah, New Jack was a bounty hunter. Of course, now they're called uh, bail enforcement agents.
2: Mm, right on.
0: Well, they had to do that in certain states. You cannot be a literally you cannot legally be a bounty hunter in the state of Florida.
2: Right. Okay.
0: So. You get creative with it, you know. It's like it if you sense. you can't have a pit bull, but you can have a Staffordshire terrier. I see. You see? You see, see there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. You did, words, man. Words. Words mean a lot. Um, but anyway, EO uh, did retain, and uh, I like this match. I thought this was the second best match on the show. To be honest. Yeah, I think this
2: was this was a really good one. I think that, like I said, the only real problems I had were the two men's title matches. Funny enough, because I mean, we'll get into that later. But I also wasn't terribly big on the main event, but I thought this one was really good. Like I said, the flow was real nice. I think I, you know everybody got their stuff, and I like I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Now speaking of something I did not enjoy,
2: we get. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what's coming.
0: We get Eli Drake has now signed with WWE. There's a lot more people that did. We'll, we'll get into that Friday. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I saw the – before I saw his
2: little vignette or interview segment or whatever, I saw that, he, that they were posting that on Facebook before I got a chance to see it. And I was just like, who the fuck? And I was like, oh, that's the guy
0: Boxman didn't like from NWA. Uh Yeah, I didn't like him in NWA. I didn't like him in – what was he? He was in TNA. Or, mm-hmm. I, I, I've never liked this guy. I don't – his name is L.A. Knights, I believe, or L.A. Knight. I'm not sure which one, Knight or Knights.
2: Well, people thought it was K-N-I, you know, that way. But apparently they filed a trademark for N-I-G-H-T-S.
0: I figured it was Knight because he was talking about um, – you know, being out on the town and Vegas. And I figured it was night. I didn't it made know. me think of those old shoes, the British Knights. <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. I, I remember those. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of this guy. Just not a fan of this guy. Never have been. Maybe I'll change my mind now. This character so far. Nope. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm just totally indifferent on him.
2: <laughs> I think I remember saying that he was pretty bland in NWA, if I recall. So, uh, gets any better?
0: I don't. Uh, well, then let's just go ahead and move on to the main event, then, because I, I no reason to sit here. And I, I'm just not a fan of the guy. I'm not. I never have been. So, could be the nicest guy in the world for all I know.
2: Oh sure. I mean, it's
0: not a personal attack on his character. This no. guy's kind of boring. No, no. Just, uh, I mean, look. I thought Ricky Starks was a piece of fucking, you know, generic garbage, but he's changed my mind over there in um, in AEW. So, you know, whatever. Do what you got to do. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Find out more down the road. Anyway, we get Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor. It's for the NXT championship. Pete reminds me just of Bam Bam from the Flintstones all grown up.
2: <laughs> yeah. and, I, I don't know if it was just because I was watching on the computer versus watching on the television uh-huh. but it seemed like he was a different shade
0: of whatever the hell color he is this time around well maybe it was cold he took a little time and just stayed in the room or something Um could also compare him to Captain Caveman if you remember that cartoon yeah kind of oh yeah that was good stuff there good stuff there I missed that stuff but gotta tell you not a ton of notes on this um, but Really good match, more technical of a match. These two are both kind of technical guys, which, you know, um, I'll say this. I've said before, I'm, I'm, you know, we all know I'm not Dunn's biggest fan, but he does go out there and have some really good matches. I can admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, there were many times in this match I thought they might give this to the guy. Yeah, I think that was
2: the biggest problem. It's like we were talking about it before. Just, he didn't seem like he was a very convincing threat to win the title. And I feel like that was kind of the point, you know, that, that's where the match suffered the most, in my opinion, but there were some spots where it, it didn't seem like he had a chance. Like they did at least a good enough job. They didn't do like a great job of suspending disbelief there, but there were moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I would say so. Um, Ballard did end up retaining the title. Obviously. Um, he's on the ramp. Lorcan and Burch jump him from behind. Mm-hmm. They get him in the ring. Dunn finally gets back up and gets in on it. Undisputed Era shows up for the save. O'Reilly goes to help Balor up. And finally he gets up. And then out of nowhere, Cole kicks Balor in the face. Then he kicks O'Reilly in the face. Mm -hmm. And then he looks at little bitch Roderick Strong and goes, Let's go, bitch! (laughs) As Cole walks away and Roddy stands in the ring looking at Balor and O'Reilly like,
1: Oh my god, what did he... What has he done?
2: I do like how they basically, even like kayfabe canon-wise, have established that like, Roderick Strong is like the, like you said, the bitch of the group.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I'm much. He's just,
2: just pure eyed reverend. He's just like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. So as long as somebody's my friend, I don't care who it is.
0: <laughs> as long as I got a partner to make me not look so little. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what it is. So. All right. uh, What's up, little man? Oh, my son needs a quick hug because he's going to bed.
2: We all need a quick hug from time
0: to time. Ah, Get some sleep, kiddo. Mommy Mommy made you shovel snow? All right. Awesome. (laughs) Good job shoveling, kid. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Can you get the door closed for me? Thank you.
2: <laughs> we're expecting to pull out like a little sheet of paper and start reading you like the rights about child labor laws. My, my, my <laughs> like, I will see you in court, Dad. Good
0: day. That'd be my older one, not him. <coughs> He's been offering to go outside and <coughs> shovel snow all day.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Uh, well, my my older one was supposed to go camping this weekend. Yeah. All right, we're not making him do that. No, they they canceled it. They canceled it. They canceled all the Boy Scout stuff. So anyway, um, so, this is kind of an
2: interesting point. I want to see if you agree or
0: disagree on this.
2: SBC was saying that the main event scene in NXT is deprived of charisma. Really? I don't I mean, know. I think, I think Balor. I think Balor's is pretty charismatic. I mean, I will say Dunn kind of has his moments, ebbs and flows with him.
0: I wouldn't say he's the most charismatic guy, though. I think he's right on that account. Uh, No, I'd say Balor definitely is. I mean, it's not completely deprived. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, Undisputed Era is not exactly the overflowing with charisma. But Adam Cole isn't that bad, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I think more than anything, it's not necessarily a lack of charisma, just more of a lack of originality, maybe. Because it's like we're going to go. Apparently, we seem to be going down the route of having cold challenge again, and then when you have. It's kind of predicament that they've gotten themselves in. When you have the people who want to stay on that roster, you have the Coles, you have the Champas, and after a while, they have to keep cycling back towards the front of the line in terms of title pitchers. So you're going to start getting some kind of redundant matches, and every now and again, because really the only person who's like a legitimate challenger outside of those people who have been there over and over again is Cross, and they're kind of it seems like they're slow burning that now.
0: Yeah, it looks like they want to take a little time with him. I think they're trying to. In my opinion, it looks like they're trying to make sure he's not injury prone. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they're trying to just feel him out a little bit. I agree with uh, Sasha Baron Corbin. We need Dexter Loomis. I would not mind Loomis being in that title picture. Not one bit. Mm, Could be. I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind that. No, not at all. I'd I'd like it. The problem is, can you put the title on a guy that doesn't speak? Hmm. Can you? Or they'll just start making him speak.
2: I mean, I guess you could give him a manager, but I mean, then who do you pick?
0: Robert Stone. <laughs> I guess. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I am. Sinister Minister. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I don't think he's like
2: locked down with AEW or you probably get out of his impact contract if there <laughs> is one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wipe your ass with it and leave. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: Pretty much. <laughs> Like, they can afford better employers. Peace out.
0: That's probably all it's worth. Uh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that was NXT. Solid show. Top to bottom. Five really good matches. Two and a half hour show. Mm-hmm. Quick, easy, done. Less than Raw. <laughs> less than, but better than. Yeah, 30 minutes less than a Raw. I enjoyed it. I, uh... And uh, I actually watched this yesterday, so.
2: Watched this this
0: afternoon. Ah, yeah. This afternoon, I actually ended up watching Raw, and it was tough today. Like I said, we had more snow last night, and uh, Wi-Fi has been disgusting around here. Um, Been on LTE most of the day. But that's another Mm. reason I wasn't watching movies on Hulu. I was watching on my hard drive, because I just couldn't get anything even to load on Hulu for a while there. Right. Um, so anyway, we have a few, well, we don't have a lot on raw. Honestly, my notes are like a half a page. Um, we don't need to get into a lot. I'm not going to go run down the whole thing. I mean, this was the go home show for elimination chamber, which is Sunday. Most of it was just built to that. So yeah. I've got, let's see, I've got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, got like four or five things to mention. And that's it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're, like you said, it was primarily build and then the majority of the show was focused on a couple of storylines anyway. So it's like pretty much it all kind of flows in
1: together.
0: Yeah. I mean, I literally had to watch this on Hulu on LTE on my phone. Mm -hmm. So it was just annoying. I was having a hard time getting, getting anything. So it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Um, but you know, I mean, we got the Miz TV and the Drew McIntyre, obviously all building up to once again Miz possibly cashing in at uh, Elimination Chamber. So we get that. Nothing really to say on that, to be honest with you. Um, the next note I really have is uh, the Bad Bunny thing. Mad, Mandy back there is talking to the uh, talking to Bad Bunny. Damian <laughs> Priest gets up, does a little interview. Bad Bunny is going to be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live this Saturday. There you go. Might want to check that out if you're a fan. And Tazawa ends up coming in and pinning um, uh, uh, Truth for the 24-7 championship. Priest then takes out Tazawa and tells Bunny to cover him. We have a new 24-7 champion, Bad Bunny. I don't know if you took it this way, but I took this as Priest literally showing how silly that title is, how he didn't even want to fucking touch the guy to pin him to even touch that title. Well, I actually, I
2: took notes on prompts. Surprisingly, it's actually the only show I took notes on this week. And my notes for this were Mandy Rose hits on bad bunny. Who cares? Bad (laughs) bunny wins a 24 seven championship. All right.
0: (laughs) Perfect.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how I felt. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I, 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 it's kind of funny because, like, I mean, I guess it would be a big deal for them if he brings the title to Saturday Night Live and maybe even you work something out there. Okay. You have, like, some random celebrity fucking Alec Baldwin pins him or some shit. Who knows? Who
0: cares? But, yeah, I mean, it might be good for them, I guess. I mean, it could be. And, I, I mean, I, I'm honestly not – None of this upsets me. The thing that just caught my attention was, wow, they really, no one gives a shit about this title. Priest was like, look, I know I just beat his ass, but why don't you pin him? I don't, no, no, <laughs> no. People laugh. People laugh. I, no, no, no. Don't, please. I don't want to go there. You pin him. Just, yeah, He didn't want that purgatory. No. I mean, aren't isn't every title supposed to be worth something in that company? <laughs> Yeah. But but, well, I, there you go, guys. Lying on the ground, you can pin them, get a title. Nope, don't need it. You'd get it. I don't want that. That's that's that that's bad juju right there, bitch. <laughs> right. That ain't that ain't bad bunny. That's bad juju. All right.
2: That's <laughs> his cousin, bad bunny and bad juju. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I I don't know. I mean, I think that all, it, it's supposed to be, you know, comedic fodder, I think. So, I mean, it kind of is what it is on that front, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, the next real thing on Raw, I guess we need to talk about, um, is the Charlotte and Oscar and Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce little thing. Charlotte and Oscar came out for their match with Lacey Evans. And Peyton, Peyton Royce.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean you could tell Lacey was trying to not get in the ring. And finally Charlotte, you know, looks at her and Lacey's like, Oh no, you ain't gonna touch me. I'm pregnant. And Flair's reaction <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Was was priceless, number one. Um Told her to
2: call him daddy.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> yes, really? Yeah. And uh now they said, "Okay, so, she, so rumor going around is she really is pregnant? This is a shoot,
1: yeah."
0: We should just okay, post, so, I, go ahead, please go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm confused. Okay,
1: it's
2: like okay, you said it was a shoot, and that's what I'm saying too. But let's just play with let's work in the realm of kayfabe for a minute. She knows she's pregnant. She spent the whole match trying to avoid wrestling so that she didn't have to announce that she was pregnant. She kind of forced her hand by being tagged in. How the fuck was she gonna get around working the triple threat match?
0: I uh, I guess this is this this was their plan right here.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I just uh, cause, like she was clearly she was talking all about how she was gonna win the match and this that and the third she was gonna win the title in the triple threat match. What was her plan gonna be? Like it just does, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even explain that to you. <laughs> There's, this is like a weird loophole. It it's like because, like, okay, like her, like she as a character knows she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, but she also intends on winning the title. Like, how the fuck are you going to compete in the match? Like, just from a kayfabe standpoint, like, are you going to wait? Were you going to announce that you're
0: pregnant On the pay per view? Like, what the what was your plan here? It's just it's confusing to me. Well, you know, they had already written the promo and they didn't want to waste it. <laughs> Yeah, they
2: would never rewrite something at the
0: last minute. you got to conserve right now with with, with everything, Smart. you got to conserve stuff right now. It's just the way it is. Um, ran out of typewriter ribbon. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, we've got non-existent promos coming out with, uh, you know, Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. This is a little too much of a promo that we didn't need if she's pregnant. I mean, what do you want me to do here, Smart? No, no. (laughs) What do you want from me here? Okay. It's a good question. It's a good question. Listen, you can't waste to. You can't go tell her you're not going to read it because you're pregnant. She wrote the promo for you. Okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's giving her puppy dog eyes. She's like, Fucking I wrote this just for you. Goddamn baby stuff. Who gives a
0: shit? You, Becky. Oh, God, close your legs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I did see a picture online of uh, somebody posted a picture of her husband and just a thank you note for saving us from this
0: ankle. Yeah, he's a real MVP, isn't he? Um, <laughs> kind of. And her husband just looks like a regular dude. He, he looks like like if you got Jamie Noble off Wish. <laughs>
2: Because he just looks like an off-brand Jamie <laughs> Noble. He's got the Jamie Noble haircut, the Jamie Noble goatee, like a similar face. Like He just looks like an off-brand Jamie Noble. Oh, geez.
0: oh, I need another beer after that one. All right, five left. There you go. And I also have two Topo Chicos. Hmm. Listen, we needed water. I needed something besides regular water to drink because we're using the water for everything else. It's like sparkling mineral waters. Uh, whatever. Things were scarce, man. It was, it was tough to get shit yesterday at the store. Plus, we got there at 7.30 and they closed at 8. And they were like, no, 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 no. No more transactions after 8. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. So we had to rush around the store. So we saw it. We grabbed it. And I saw a case of Topo Chico. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So anyway, uh, congratulations to Lacey Evans and her husband, not Ric Flair. Um, now we have to deal with Ric Flair running around talking about Lacey Evans' baby. I'm sure they're going to keep her around for a little bit longer. This is going to get annoying, as if it wasn't already. Oh, it's going to get real uncomfortable. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm 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 expecting to hear more Ric Flair. Call me daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Space Mountain is still open. I could have sworn they closed that motherfucking ride. <laughs> <laughs> Had a couple of breakdowns here and there in the past, but you know, no, I really, still... really thought they closed it down. Actually, <laughs> something that's just been foreclosed on a couple of times. Uh, I guess that line is still there somewhere. Oosh, a couple oosh. of bankruptcy claims. <laughs> <laughs> WWE took care of all that shit. Don't worry about that. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. I got two more quick things, and then we're done with Raw. <laughs> It.
2: Right on, thank
0: God. Yeah, so I uh, guess we need to talk about uh, the, uh, as I've dubbed it, the sexy pentagram segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get Alexa, she's kind of just there. She's having these little visions of the fiend being set on fire. She's got the, the creepy blue eyes in. And then she's just sitting in the middle of, of a pentagram, maniacally laughing. As, as one does. I mean, look. If you're going to resurrect a person, I believe you need a pentagram and some candles, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a Ouija board. Ooh, yeah. I'm not big on the Ouija boards. I no. Oh, I got. I got. I no. I have a couple stories that aren't good. No. Hmm. I got kind of creeped out by a Ouija board one night. Two night. One. Mainly one night. But anyway. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how much time we got. If you remember to ask me about the Ouija board, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty creepy, pretty creepy. But uh, they're just maniacally laughing in the middle of a pentagram. So I believe that means we're getting a resurrection of the fiends very soon. Then, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just saying maybe this will lead to like, you know, like a goat sacrifice or something like that. Oh, it could. I mean, we never know. We'd have live chickens on there being sliced open next week. Who knows? hmm who knows was, I, I
2: saw a review for like the first slammy awards apparently they like there was a backstage segment where somebody got hit with a chicken and they used an actual chicken and it killed the chicken oh that's not good no not at all like i'm surprised that they didn't get in like a shitload of trouble for that
0: oh they probably ran it out of there no one found out till now uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be silenced for speaking right about this chicken situation Probably. Probably. Back off the chicken stuff, man. Some QAnon shit. Back away. There you go. Don't be talking like that, man. Anyway, we get this gauntlet match. Drew taking out guys. He's on the fourth guy, which is Randy Orton. Randy comes out. And after a little while, we get Alexa all over the screens. And the lights are out. And it's just weird. And then Orton gets counted out and eliminated. And Sheamus is last out and wins. Indeed, so he's I, I,
2: last person entering the chamber. Oh, and by the by, I think it is important to mention, Miz dropped out of the chamber match. He, he wanted, he tried to angle to get Morrison in there. They had a match. It was Morrison versus
0: Kofi. Kofi won, so now Kofi's in the chamber. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did see that. You're right. We should mention that too. So, um, and we'll obviously do predictions on uh, Friday night. And. Yeah. Um, That, I mean, Raw is just, I mean, the ratings were up a little bit this week. They were, they were up a bit for the go-home show, but still not, still not the best show. No, not quite. And like I said, the only way I could figure, I could watch it was on Hulu, so I got the shortened version either way. But uh, again, I apologize, and um, that's Raw. I I mean, I think we just did that in 10, 15 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. God, that should be Raw every week. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It should be Raw every fucking week for us right there. All right. Well, I guess we'll get into AEW, and then we do have a decent amount of news to get into. We're not sitting here with a shitload of news, but uh, we got a few little things to get into. A couple little things that we'll uh, just sort of throw out there. There's a few other little little updates. But let's go ahead and get AEW done. Um. So I missed the first 10 minutes. My internet Wi-Fi went down. Mm -hmm. When I came back, it was uh, literally TH2 versus Hangman Page and Matt Hardy, and Matt Hardy was just getting the pin.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much the extent of the first 10 minutes, like you said, was Mm -hmm. TH2 versus Hardy and uh, Hangman Page. (laughs) It was alright. I mean, there, there was a spot where Paige hit like a double buckshot lariat on both the TH2 guys and then that led to Hardy hitting the twist of fate. hit had Angelico basically landing on his head in order to sell it. It looked pretty nice, I thought. Unfortunately, TH2 continues to lose, which
0: is it's hard being a fan of theirs. <laughs> yeah, I can see where you would say that. And I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, that Angelico guy just annoys me. <laughs> yeah, I noticed I noticed that you have
2: soured on him since the uh, Lucha Underground days
0: his Dancing, his Fucking hipster hair Anyway, let's move on here I think it's a South
2: African thing, honestly Because uh, Justin Gabriel Or PJ Black, as he is known now Kind of has the same type of haircut Same type of vibe
0: Ah, uh, yes, the Mm-hmm. But I like him Yeah, I like him too. So I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's just situation by situation for me. I think it is. Um, Whatever. Yeah, I've said before, I really liked Dan Helico over in uh, Lucha Underground. He was doing some really good shit over there. And here it's like we have, oh, I'm already too good to be doing that stuff for you, measly fans. It's like, okay, whatever. Um, Now, I did see this whole thing after Matt grabbed the mic, after Hardy got the win for the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, He started putting over Paige, and then there was this whole thing of, oh, I can't wait to see how much money you make. I'm getting 30% of it anyway, and then Paige basically brought out a mascot. Was that the Jaguars mascot? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, Jackson Duvall, Uh, which I think he was originally called Jackson DeVille, which makes more sense,
1: but
0: uh he said it's Matt. Well, Matt has him bring—or, I'm sorry, Paige— has him bring out a copy of the contract because he's telling Matt, you should have read that. I don't think he got the right one. Matt uh, did get the wrong one. It was for a match with Paige. If Hardy loses, Paige gets 100% of his money for the first quarter, right? Yes,
2: for the first quarter of this year.
0: Right. And then Matt makes another stip that if he wins, he'll get the, what, 30%? Is that what it was, I think? No, it's the same, same way. He'll same get the,
2: way. all of pages or oh, in the. Okay, score. he'll get all
0: of it. There you go. Um, and I believe the 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 guy under the mascot thing was one of the private party, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Cassidy, I believe.
0: There you go. Jumps page th two jumps in dark order came out. Even negative one was there. And basically, they made the save. Page did a little little country boy nod. Mm -hmm. the old country boy nod, which means thank you, partner. Much obliged, much obliged. Proverbial tip of the hat. That's about what it is. That's about what it is. You'll, you'll thank someone here and that's, they'll just give you that little nod. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much any Southern state, they do it. So, all right, that was basically the start out of the match, the start out of the show, basically. I'm sorry. Um, Anything else on that?
1: Not really. Not really.
0: All right. Let's see if we can get through this pretty quick, too, though. I think we can. We get the uh, little bit of the women's elimination uh, tournament matches going, over, uh, going on from Japan. Looks like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we saw a little, few clips of those, which brought us right into Serena Deeb versus Riho. Yes. And uh, what caught my eye is right before they went to picture-in-picture. Well, Jr. is starting to get excited about this picture-in-picture now that he really knows when it's coming up, doesn't he? (laughs) Yes, once he's aware of the actual format and they don't just bring Uh, it on. Now that he's used to it, he's like, coming up, don't go away. It's picture-in-picture.
2: You know, one thing that he's been saying a lot that I never realized was something that he says often is restaurant quality. Now, this wasn't just an AEW thing. He's He's been saying it a lot in AEW, but I also was watching, like, old Raws from, like, 98 or so. And he slipped that phrase in there quite a bit, and I just
0: never noticed that. I haven't either. I haven't either. But then again, I don't really listen as well as I should. No, I've not noticed a restaurant quality. But, um, okay, so there was that. Again, we're back into the Serena D versus Riho. Good to see Riho back. Um, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, long match. These two work good together, though. I really got to say that. They've had some pretty solid women's matches on uh, AEW lately. Um, And Riho gets the win moving on in the tournament.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they were saying it was almost a year since she's been on AEW TV. I think they said 48 weeks I might be a little bit off on that number, but I'm pretty sure it was 48 weeks. Serena d has been having some really good matches lately. It seems like every every time she's had a match with anybody, regardless of who they were, last couple have been really good. She had a good match with Thunder Rosa. Uh, I forget about some of the other people that she's been in, but she
0: has not disappointed. No, and I mean, I liked her back in you know in WWE. Even when she was there, I thought she was <coughs> excuse me pretty good and talented over there. They didn't let her show it very much, but I thought she was always a good wrestler. And she's completely changed her look, trimmed down a lot, got really ripped. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think she's looking great out there and having great matches. Uh, Like I said, I think they've been having some really good women's matches lately.
2: Sure. And they did announce, I guess, they're going to be doing the rest of like the first round or whatever, those matches are going they're gonna be doing it on the YouTube show Monday. Monday, yes. So it's like it, it, it's a little bit weird. Like we were talking about how WWE they were doing the Dusty Worlds classic on uh, three oh five live or two oh five live. I always do that. And it's just for whatever reason, they're just these people don't like <laughs> letting the tournaments play out. <laughs> they just for whatever reason wanna get these tournaments over as soon as fucking possible. I don't get it, but hey, it is what it is. Oh, it's content it's content, man.
0: yeah. No, It's content. It's easy to put on. I mean, they're probably just recorded over there in Japan. I don't know if they're streaming anything live, so... Right. It just seems weird that
2: they they did a couple of, like, the, you know, US matches on Dynamite. And they're going to be doing the rest, or not the rest, but, like, uh, the first of this round,
0: the remainder of this round on YouTube. It just seems a little bit weird. Yeah, a little bit, but... I don't know. I mean, they didn't really explain much about this tournament. They just kind of showed it to us, and here's what it's going to be. But I
2: mean on the positive, it's a a Nia Rose match that I don't have to watch. There you go. (laughs) So take take it for a grain of salt. And I meant to say Nyla Rose, not Nia Rose. I combined her with Nia Jax to make a Frankenstein of bad wrestling.
0: Ah, that's okay. little Freudian slip there. Mm -hmm. That's all right. You meant one thing, and you said your mother. It's fine.
2: That's right. <laughs> That's
0: fine. Um, we get another Jade Cargill training montage, <laughs>
1: kind
0: of with Shaq. Uh, God, she is a she is well put together. This woman. Um, we will see Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet two weeks. March mm-hmm. March third, we're going to see that match. So definitely interested to see what's going to happen in that match. How they're going to use. Um, Shaq and what Jade can do. My favorite part was
2: Jared said, "What Shaq gonna be wearing?" Like, <laughs> like of all things to concern yourself with. Yeah, I guess it's gonna be interesting to see if he has a singlet or not. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what. <laughs> oh my happens. god, I actually would pop if he came out with the fucking Andre
0: the Giant one arm singlet. Oh, I can see him coming out in pair of trunks only. Mm, yeah, just I can see that. just coming out looking like Titus O'Neil, pair of trunks. That's it.
1: Mm.
0: I can see that, but I'm more than likely, I got a feeling he's going to have on like basketball shorts and a, and a tank top.
2: Yeah, probably
0: come out looking like Kevin Owens. Uh, (laughs) So the official like fat guy outfit of choice, (laughs) (laughs) just basketball shorts and tank top. I'm good to go. Uh, We get orange Cassidy after that with Chuck Taylor back to being old Chuck Taylor again. Mm-hmm. Versus Luther, and he's with Serpentico. Um, this was a quick match. Uh I actually think the two guys that weren't in the match got more moves in than Cassidy and Luther did. Yeah, because
2: the only thing I really remember is Luther had like a pretty cool power bomb.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I believe Orange Cassidy used the what does he call that? The orange punch, the Superman punch, uh and that was it. Over. Mm-hmm. Now, it- I will
2: say this is neither really here nor there, but it was it was very odd, so I just figure I'll like I'll mention it Monday night. I had a weird dream that involved Chuck Taylor and John Moxley training together in an igloo. <laughs> like, I don't know why this happened. I don't know what this was about, but I just remember they were like like sparring with each other inside of an igloo where Where do I start here uh first of all, you're
0: dreaming about guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Two, <laughs> the, everything was dry when I woke up. No need to worry. Two guys just wrestling around in an igloo. <laughs> I don't know what the igloo is about. Uh, I don't know if we should even, like, try to figure out what that's about.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's really, as I said, is the first time that something like this has happened. This is not a reoccurring thing.
0: I. Uh, I, I think we should just leave us alone honestly um I, the less we pry, the better yeah i don't, I don't think i want to dig into this um maybe <laughs> maybe on your own you could and probably don't mention it again um but um, <laughs> i'll take it out with my counselor no i do no, know I, I don't think i'd do that either uh <laughs> I, w- I would just dig this I, w- I would just pack that down deep and uh,
2: <laughs> uh phrasing um
0: yeah, I, I, I would just I pack think This is kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation. Yeah, just pack that just down. Pack. Don't mention it again. Um, <laughs> Ever. I'll just, I'll just edit this out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of all things to edit out.
0: No, I won't. But anyway, uh, where the fuck was I?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> it just completely derailed everything. Chairman, if you got any thoughts on that, <laughs> I do like how the chat room went completely quiet. Yeah, it went pretty dead. Um, <laughs> I mean, Suster Baron Corbin's talking about Greco-Roman knuckle locks, but um, I don't. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Well,
2: they, were t- they were talking about fucking tickle torture earlier between Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory. So no one in this chat room has the right to judge me.
0: All right. Well. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I have to change the name of the show. Two men in an igloo. (laughs) Let's just try to move on here. (laughs) If I have a dream tonight about John Moxley and Chuck E.T. in a... In an igloo, I'm gonna be really pissed at you.
2: I'm gonna wake up
0: tomorrow morning and just see a message that just says, "God damn it, Smirk." No, nah, I'm gonna drink enough to where I'm not gonna have any fucking dreams. I promise you that right now.
1: Right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I smoke enough too. I'll, uh, I'll take care of it, sir. Uh, okay. Right now. Anyway, Ooh, Team Tez. <laughs> yes. Yeah, comes out with a cage and hook. <clears throat> Taz grabs a mic and starts to bitch And then he tells Sting to come down And call out Team Taz I'm not I know I'm not the brightest guy in the world But haven't we already Done this and cut promos And the match has been accepted And both of y'all have called each other out already and,
2: um, Yeah, I don't okay. know I don't know what they had planned But apparently, I guess what was going on Was that old winter storm that we were talking about Dunn went and fucked them over because It was just Taz, uh, Cage, and Hook. And he was saying that the other two were stranded because of flights because of the snow. So I guess, uh, Starks and Hobbs are
0: Texans. Uh, I mean, look, it's not just Texas, man. It's Oklahoma right now. It's uh, it's, it's a lot of places being affected by this.
2: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Texas is huge, but it's the outskirts of Texas also that's around here. But like I said, Oklahoma, um, I don't know how much snow Weeb's got over there in Louisiana. Now have just eight hours. He might not. I don't know if they get snow over there. And uh, I think he's in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't know. He's in the chat. He'll let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. This I, I I I understand that. But anyway, I get I that think they we'll
2: weren't also there. Artie this week, huh? Or last week? Was it this week? I don't know. I, th- I think it is this week. Weebs, tell us everything that's going on in your state. We need to know these
0: things. Oh, <laughs> uh, please. I hope he just posts like the government website. Here, go look, <laughs> bitches. Okay. <laughs> <Totally> <laughs> go fucking look at fucking numb nuts. Oh God. Right now in Texas, my nuts are numb. It's so cold. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um Sting did end up coming out, you know, snow baseball bat. Um Taz is like, you need that bat. Sting's yeah. like, no, I don't, and drops it. And then he starts going after Cage. Hook finally got involved in something, kind of took the bat, kind of choked Sting with it, pulled him off. Cage bomb Sting. Sting taking some bumps, eh, Smirk? Yeah, I thought it was interesting
2: that he had his ring gear on. So he specifically put his ring gear on just so he could take a bump.
0: I a true pro. I got to tell you, man, well, he's had his ring gear on every week, I believe. Except like one or two, like when he first came out, and he pretty much had his ring gear on. I mean, you know the pr- <laughs> you know the, the promos with the wax paper glass, you know breaking the windows. Yeah, yeah, them uh, uh, finger quote windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it sounded like they were hitting wax paper. <laughs> Ooh, scary? Um, but yeah, I was. Chaz was, uh, was
2: definitely very New York in this promo. <laughs> as he often is, but I just, I heard a lot of like, I uh, use guys.
0: <laughs> well, you know, gotta go see Joey Nimbus. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I gotta say, I kind of had a little, I got taken back for a second watching Sting take a bump. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's pretty, pretty fucking good. So it looks like he is going to be taking a few bumps here and there. Um, and again, this is probably going to be a cinematic match with him. I I know he can probably take a bump or two here and there, but I don't think he wants to go out there and work a whole match. <clears throat> so no. I think we're going to get a nice cinematic thing, even if it's something like we saw with uh, the street fight. Um, right. If, if, well, uh, this is a
2: street fight.
0: Right. Well, I mean, with the previous one. Right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I, you know what I meant, God damn it. I do. I do know what you meant. Jesus fucking, God damn it. fucking literal Larry over here.
2: <laughs> All right, so we get the I uh go go game Quite a bit. I played the game quite a bit growing up. <laughs> <laughs> little Little Larry. It was it was the family friendly version of Leisure
0: Suit Larry. I played Leisure Suit Larry. I still have Leisure Suit Larry game. Mm-hmm. Not the old right. one. I have Magna Magna Cum C E uh Laude. That hmm. fun little game. Right on. Still have it, but I had to take it off the computer because my kid wanted to play it. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's like Fortnite. No, this is
2: not at all like Fortnite.
0: No, no you're literally running around college banging women. Um, no, no, you can't play this. You can play it when you're 15, <laughs> maybe 16. asked when I think that's when I started playing it. 15, 16.
2: Just in lieu of the talk, you just give him laser Super Perry. Right?
0: Yes. Here, this is Luba. Okay, look at them bounce, buddy. <laughs> now go to the trampoline. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting by. I'm telling him <laughs> how to play.
0: There is some there there is a patch where you can make it uncensored. Um force there is, that's the that's case with all computer games <laughs> yeah, of course it is, and let me tell you my kid would find the patch, and he would know how to, if not, he would recode the motherfucker Catch Actually,
2: that, that, was a, that was a controversy back in the day with uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas uh, there was a thing called the hot coffee uh, and like basically, they included it in the game, but they ended up like taking it out before it got released, but then people dug into like the source code and shit Mm. And programmed it so you could like go back to people's houses or whatever and bang it on out. Huh.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of actually Grand Theft Auto Five. I still play that shit.
2: Yeah, it was really good.
0: Yeah, I still play it every now and then. I'll just start it over. Nice. And then I have to decide: am I going to do it with or without cheat codes?
2: <sighs> yeah, it, it feels more true and authentic. For the experience, in my opinion, to play it with the cheat codes.
0: Yeah, and then I die and I'm like, God damn it. What's that fucking, what's that cheat code? Okay. <laughs> Give me. I, what I'm saying.
2: It. I always play with the cheat codes. I did when I played when I was a kid with the cheat codes. Played it fucking as an adult with the cheat codes.
0: <laughs> yeah, pull up the phone and, you know, you pull up the phone. You type in your little code. I liked it. I like it. I like it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. Good game. Because it was different on, um I had it on, what did I have it on? The Xbox 360. I had a for PlayStation Three. All right, and then I, my wife bought it for me for the PS4. Nice. So nice. I like uh I like playing it. It's fun, and I like driving around. I like driving games, honestly.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, honestly, sometimes I can get the most fun is just aimlessly driving around in those games.
0: Oh yeah, drive around, look for shit to do, listen to the music. There's always a good soundtrack. You know, I usually go at the talk radio. Same, actually. I,
2: I always listen to the talk radio first. Well, they got La- I've heard, like, the bits a couple of times. I, I transitioned to the radio.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Lazlo was one of the guys on there. Lazlo was a big Opie and Anthony friend. Hmm. Yeah. He was, on, he was on the third one, too. He was on Grand
2: Theft Auto 3.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're in the... When you're in the... Oh, out where Trevor lives. Mm-hmm. You listen to that talk radio station and... Um, What's his name? Uh, the buddy of uh, Seth Rogen. The one, he, he's, he's bounded down guy. Oh, fucking Danny McBride. He is one of the talk show hosts on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. Always fun, man. Nah, I'm going to have to play this tomorrow. Not like I can go to work or anything. Can't drive in this weather. <laughs> no one's driving, man. I've seen like four cars go up the road today. That's it. <laughs> And i want a main road. So anyway, uh, we do get an Eddie Kingston promo with the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. As usual, a really good promo by Eddie Kingston.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I liked it. I, I had my favorite part was him just shitting on Phoenix. Mm. It's like, I never, I never wanted you. I wanted your brother. You were getting in the way. You turned your back on me, and I hate you. <laughs>
0: wow, your Kingston and Taz are very close. Mm-hmm. But very good. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I like his promo style. It just seems natural. It seems real. It seems like he's just rattling it off like he would any other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. I like it again. I I'm, I'm, didn't see a lot of him either, you know, before AEW. But I'm really liking what I see from him in AEW. For sure, for sure. So, all right. Now, my internet went out again. And I missed pretty much this whole Omega in the school segment. I came back and Nakazawa was being beaten up by a gaggle of children. Yeah,
2: which one of the kids kept saying, you deserve it. And this is all your fault. And I don't know what that's in
0: reference to, but I don't think you should hire that kid again. I don't know, but they were all saying we hate to. I don't know if you should teach kids to say the word hate either. I don't teach my kids to hate anything.
1: Yeah,
2: no, I mean, honestly, to go back to what it was, it was kind of a pointless segment, because he started reading, or he was going to read, Kenny Omega was going to read to the kids, and he decided to read the Young Bucks book. And the kid asked if there was any pictures. He said, well, look at the cover. The cover is a picture. Oh, and one of the kids raises his hand and says, are they in love? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the, the cover is them staring at each other's sticks, as we've established so it's just more of them making fun of how shitty that book cover is.
0: Uh I might have to go back and watch this segment. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I bet it's on YouTube. I probably should have just played it. It probably is. Ah, don't worry about it. I'll go back and watch it. Um the Internet's getting better and weather's gonna warm up a little bit in the next few days, so mm-hmm. yeah. um all right. Speaking of the young bucks. Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. We got Inner Circle coming out with Santana and Ortiz, of course. Must say I missed about 15 minutes of this. I came back and Inner Circle, Jericho actually, um, was in uh, Daddy Young Bucks' face. Mm -hmm. So I missed most of the match. Real quick, I did see, like it flash back on for a minute and I saw Inner Circle jump in, cause the DQ, and then it cut off again. And then when I came back, Jericho was in Daddy Young Buck's face.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's weird because they threw pretty much right from the jump. They threw the inner circle out. But it's like it's weird because like Santana and Ortiz, they don't really act the way heels act. Like they weren't even really using the inner circle to their advantage. And they weren't even all that upset about it when they got kicked out. They're just like, all right, whatever. So it's like, it's weird because their whole dynamic is like they're almost
0: faces within this heel group. So it's kind of odd. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Sammy was, though, in that group at the end there. I mean, it looks like obviously he's not there anymore. He's we'll get into him after this. Um, He's got a little a little bit of heat going on. Not a lot. The uh, the wrestlers are actually taking his side, which is a help. Tony will Tony will back off if he knows that.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, it was kind of funny because I cut a promo on him, you know, before the match because he had Jericho talking about how some of it, some of the problems within the inner circle were MJF's fault, but most of them were Sammy's fault, and MJF was like, "Yeah, shut up." He just tells him to shut up, and this is great.
0: Oh God, I guess I missed some good stuff, but I again, I it's just nothing I can help, man. I mean, we probably (laughs) these fucking internet lines are probably frozen. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been below freezing here. It's been negative here a couple of days. So, Right. Um, And once again, we saw Daddy Young Bucks. That's what I'm calling him. Not Daddy War Bucks. Daddy Young Bucks. Daddy Young Bucks. Old Daddy Young Bucks, who looked an awful lot like Larry Zabisco. Huh? Huh? Yeah, kind of. A little bit. A little bit. Or any guy you would see coming out of a casino at about 1230 with no money. (laughs) <laughs> so a tourist One of the two um, I did see him push Jericho Jericho was like Alright I like it <laughs> So this
2: isn't, this, isn't a, this isn't a complete diversion But have you seen the, I'll post it in the, in the Mixler chat here Somebody made a twitter thread Of all of Jericho's looks Side by side with What car he would be Uh Really yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm gonna post it on the Twitter here in a second, or on the Mixler. I gotta go. It's on Twitter, but basically, it's just Jericho looks from the past coupled with like paint jobs and specific car types. It's it's pretty funny. I interesting.
0: Believe Christopher Kane is saying Renee Michelle, who is Drake Maverick, uh, his wife, is now in AEW. I guess she did a dark match. I believe he was talking about dark up here a little bit. So there you go. Yep, That is his wife. Whew. Wouldn't mind seeing her on the television show anywhere.
2: There you go. Right on.
0: Absolutely. So, all right, there you go. We got it right there. Maybe we'll uh, get into that a little bit too here. Maybe. Let's see. We're sitting on an hour and a half. We'll be done with this in probably just a couple of minutes here. I'm not worried about it. Now, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just popped up. <laughs> Some of these
2: are perfect. I mean, it's incredible. Like I didn't I didn't do a good job of explaining
0: it, but it is. It's wonderful. It it really is like every outfit he's on matches a car like perfectly. Mm -hmm. He's got the spike jacket on and they've got him in like a Mad Max spiked dune buggy. Dune buggy. There you go. Thank you. Uh, He's got this black shirt with a gray tie and they've got this black Mustang with a white racing stripe, but it's got gray sides. Close enough. There's Mm -hmm. some really good ones in here. Check that link out. Um, (laughs) The guy's name is Jack Goodwin, if you want to... At Jack Goodwin on Twitter, if you want to check it out. Um, It was yesterday he posted this, so that's some funny shit. I like that. I like that. Good stuff right there. All right. Uh, So it looks like Brandy and Cody are having a girl. Good. (laughs) Good. This some um, this wasn't
2: as self indulgent as I thought it was. I thought it, I thought this was going to go on for fucking forever. And
0: luckily, they cut it short. Who, who do you think they are? The Bellas? Yeah, well, <laughs> pretty oh, much. You know, that's probably not the best comparison. Um, I should have thought about that one. Anywho, <clears throat> congratulations to them. That's that's great, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. Brandy and Cody having a girl. At least they don't have to keep trying for one if that's what she wanted. So, yeah, I guess. So. All right. Uh, we get FTR out there. No Tully. Tully's probably stuck somewhere, too. Um, versus Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. I did not know there was another brother. I did know, but I had kind of forgotten about him. Like, he was on the
2: independent scene for a minute. Because are there three of them or two of them? I thought there were three. I don't know i couldn't tell you honestly i thought there was another one because there was another young buck for a minute too well i think there's another
0: brother that looks more like matt Hmm. that i I I think there is maybe i'm wrong i could be well well, well, antox will definitely either scold me or say yes you're right uh okay (laughs) one of the two and i appreciate either one um uh, FTR wins, man. Whatever. Uh, then they go to cut Matt Seidel's hair. Like suddenly they just turned into the, the the barber beefcake here. The lights go out. We get a Luchasaurus mask on the ground with no horns, and Jr. is like, "My God, he's got no mask on!" And then <laughs> and then the lights go on, and it's Jurassic Express uh, Luchasaurus. He he just got a new mask, new horns. He's fine. He's fine. He's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: he's all horny and ready to go. Ooh. Ooh. Um. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Jr. made it out like he was gonna be unmasked, and then we come back, and it's Nah it's just a new mask. Yeah, Jr. kind of killed the moment for everybody. I hate to say. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, that was Jr.'s, but whose side is he on? Moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I will say that
2: it, it, in that context, it does make sense. Because Heenan had always hated Hogan,
0: yeah. So like,
2: it kayfabe made sense for him to believe that Hogan could be a bad guy.
0: I think he was just trying to crush Hogan's heat. Well, yeah, because because it, it, you fucking you just hear Shivani just like being real upset with him. <laughs> yeah, Shivani's like, oh. like dude, shut the fuck up. Fucking Heenan's like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I do like
2: the idea of him just going into business for himself. Just be like, you know what? Fuck this guy.
0: Fuck that. As far as I'm concerned, he did fucking knew something we all didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Antox is saying there were no Q- no DQs in AEW. All right, I just ended. I don't know. Did it finish? I I, I get. I told you I didn't see it. Uh, my, my 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 internet was just coming back. God damn it. Yeah. I said to bear with me tonight, you sum of a bitch. <laughs> no slack will be cut, apparently. <laughs> Again, I appreciate it. Thank you, Docs. I appreciate it. I do. Oh, shit. All right. Matt did pin Ortiz in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they got the pinfall, and then afterwards, they jumped him. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Um all right yes they did they did jump them um and you know we got uh who was it um the good brothers and everyone back there and they came down and made the sale. i think i missed all that and i don't really care anyway let's go ahead and go to this main event which i apologize i had a pretty hard time watching this but i did get most of the end i got the opening i got i got basically everyone coming down um it was Moxley, Archer, and Ray Phoenix versus Kingston, The Butcher, and The Blade. Um, Moxley picks up the win. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't get to see a lot of this. My, my it was just spotty. Good Brothers jump, come down and jump him, and Omega and Callus come down. Omega has a, a, a contract in his hand, and he's screaming. And Moxley said, "These guys do know they have microphones in their hand, right?" Apparently not. It seems they forget a lot on AEW, um, and as does MVP on yeah, on, on Raw, usually. Um, but he's yelling while the good brothers are holding Moxley, and Kenny Omega says, I get to pick the match. Now, Smark, mm-hmm. this is kind of a word salad here. It certainly is. It's an exploding barbed wire death match. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that means barbed wire ropes exploding. Yeah, I would think so. I'm assuming. We don't know yet, but that's what I'm assuming it's going to be. I'm... I know they've done some pretty deathmatchy type of stuff, but they're actually calling this a deathmatch. I mean, this is some New Japan shit right here, dude. Yeah, they actually they gave a shout-out to uh,
2: FMW oh. on commentary because they were like, this is kind of stuff you would see in FMW in Kawasaki Arena.
0: Oh, there you it's go. It's
2: like, well, you just made... Like 20% of your fan base really happy with that reference. Everyone else is wondering what the fuck you're talking about.
0: <laughs> hey, maybe they'll go look it up now. There you go. Watch yeah. some Leatherface, some Hayabusa. I like Leatherface. Yeah, Tony's, yeah. T- Tony's a good guy. Hmm. Yeah. You don't follow Tony Myers? I do not. Nice guy. We, uh, Me and Shaheen talked to him at one point.
2: I follow a surprisingly few people on Twitter in terms of wrestlers. I got Pentagon, I got Phoenix, pff,
0: Effie. I think that's about it, honestly. Hmm. All right. Yeah, 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 Tony Myers. We did uh, we did talk to him at one point. Really nice guy. <clears throat> Used to listen to THT. I'm not sure if he's still listening anymore, but uh, good guy. Really good guy. Yeah,
2: I, I, I've seen a couple of his matches. I enjoyed them.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into a couple of little things here. Uh, let's start out, I said I would start out with the Sammy Guevara thing. Let's go ahead and start out with that real quick. Uh, Sammy Guevara is in a little bit of trouble with AEW after a creative dispute with Impact Wrestling. Uh, Chris Jericho is obviously caught in the middle a little bit with this. Now, I got to say, once you hear this, I'm with Sammy. Mm-hmm. I'm with Sammy on this. Looks like they wanted him, Sammy, to join on Impact the Decay, which we talked about Friday night, I believe, with Black Taurus joining instead. So it looks like they tried it twice, and both times he turned him down. Hmm. Uh, It looks like they're talking about, like, completely... Banning Guevara from Impact completely because he's not wanting to cooperate, but he's telling them it's a bad storyline. Now, when you look at the two in Decay and the new guy, where does Sammy fit in? What are they going to do? Throw him under a mask?
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, that group, from what I've seen of them, is like I don't know. They they're sort of misfits, I guess. Kind of counterculture. Like almost a little bit of a modern take on the oddities. Right. Well, in a way, yeah. not not as so much for comedic effect, but you know what I mean. Like kind of a group of outcasts.
0: Like the Menagerie. Was that the, was that the name of them? The Menagerie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good callback. Yeah, well, that's where. Uh, what's her name? Reba Rebel. That's where she. That's that's where I first saw her. Um. Basically, here I'll, I'll give you the exact. Um, He was set to appear on Impact, Sammy Guevara was, following the storyline last week where he left Inner Circle. The idea, and people are saying it was Jericho's idea, was again for him to do the decay thing. Jericho pitched the idea, Tony Khan basically contacted Impact, and they wrote him in at last minute. After some back and forth, Sammy rejected it. Tony Khan approved the second idea, which was kind of the the first idea with a little twist, And then Guevara was like, I I don't want to do it. I don't want to join this group. So I'm kind of with Sammy on this. Listen, how many guys have said you got to protect your character?
2: Right. And like, how does it make sense? Like, unless I'm just, I don't know about something. Like, does he have a past with somebody that's in that group? Like, how does he fit into that group? And then how does it make sense that he just left this group? And then, you, like, the first thing he does is immediately join another stable. Like, it just doesn't make
0: sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and again, I mean, what are they going to do? Paint his face? Or are they going to put him in, under a mask? I, I, I hate to say, I mean, I don't think Sammy Guevara is a guy to put under a mask. Right. Just, I just don't. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a young guy. He's, he's not a bad-looking individual
2: either. He's, you know, he, like, almost kind of a natural baby face.
0: Ah, he's a Spanish gad. That's right. You know, Spanish GAD on a mission from GAD. There, there you go. Oh, that. By the way, that is. I'm, I'm gonna
2: fucking Nxt is gonna be mad. I'm gonna derailing shit again. Juice Robinson, uh-huh. formerly uh, CJ Parker NXT, I think. Yes, yes, yes. He's in, he's in New Japan. They're they're, they're going to be on Impact. Or they're actually they were on Impact this week. Him and uh, Finley's kid, hmm. and he, Juice Robinson. His ring attire is the fucking Blues Brothers outfit.
1: He's got the
2: hat. He's got the fucking suit, but it's like cut off. Like, it is just fucking awesome. Awesome. And he's an an Illinois guy, so it's like he's right on board with
0: it. Oh, yeah. There you go. Love that movie. Love that movie. Especially the first one. I I mean, the original one. I'm not going to lie. The Blues Brothers 2000 was... I mean, John Goodman was an okay replacement. I like John Goodman. I really do. He was an okay replacement for the Belushi character, but not the best. Not the best. I mean, I don't know who else you could have got, but someone else could have played that character a little bit better. Um, And the premise of the movie was pretty stupid, but I'll watch it if it's on. They got a lot of really good actors and good people in that movie, Uh, but... uh, John Goodman. I think my favorite John Goodman really hit my favorite movie of his is Fallen with uh, him and Denzel, I believe. Hmm. Oh, check that out. That's a creepy fucking movie. Creepy fucking movie. Need to see that if you've never seen it.
2: I have not.
0: If you need a copy, let me know. Um... I'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, i got to tell you, I'm on Team Sammy here, man. I think Sammy's, ain't, oh, Sammy's ain't. Sammy Guevara is right. Listen, one more time. How many times have people said you got to protect your character? And if you don't think a storyline is going to be good or help you at all, which this wouldn't have, this would not have helped Sammy at all. What, what are you going to do? I mean, he's going to join the group and then stay over on impact? Um, I hate to say, but that's kind of a demotion.
2: Yeah, and then how do you tie that back in with his AEW character when he comes back? I mean, just none of it makes sense.
0: Exactly. None of it, unless he brings the decay over there to take out everybody. And then that's like, okay, you're going to get the decay. Nah, forget it.
2: Right. Yeah, it, it wasn't even like he was kicked out. So you
0: can't even say that like he joined this group of misfits because he identified with them. He left on his own accord. Which just made him one of the like a baby face for this company, and then he's going to go over to another company and be a heel?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, like I said, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why couldn't you just have him be him?
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely on uh, the side of Sami Zayn here. Uh, Sammy Guevara, thank you, Logan. Mwah. Love you, buddy. Get some sleep. God, kids don't even care if I'm doing a show.
2: I'm tell you what, I'm very
0: unprofessional. Nah, they're just kids. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Anyway, um, that's about it right there. So yeah, I'm. I think Sammy's doing the right thing here. And again, I think if uh, looks like all the guys backstage are actually with Sammy on this, like you know, you're doing the right thing. So Tony Khan, I think we'll back off after that. Um, we'll get back to this one. Let's do this one real quick, Smart. Then we can uh, pick up one of yours. And let's see, Taya Valkyrie, former Impact Women's Champion, reportedly has signed with uh, WWE NXT. This is also John Morrison's wife. Another well-built woman, not a small one, kind of got that Rhea Ripley body jacked a little bit. Um, This is going to be an interesting signing for them, I think. I think she'll actually fit right in in NXT for a little bit, a little while. Right, yeah, and I mean,
2: she is, like you said, she is pretty built, pretty jacked, but she's also, she, you know, she spends a lot of time in Mexico, she can do that Lutra Libre style, she can do the dives and the flips and all of that kind of shit too, so
0: she's versatile, you know, however they need her to wrestle, she can pretty much do it for him. Yeah, and um, maybe some of the boys are thinking, uh, John Morrison, might let, let, him, uh, let him get some. Um, <laughs>
2: uh, Batista has entered the chat room. <laughs>
0: How big is it? Oh, forget it. Um, so, you know what? If, uh, again, this is reported. Um, you know, reportedly, she signed with them. If she did, congratulations. Looking forward to seeing her. Um, like I said, they signed a lot more. We'll get into it Friday when we talk about it. Um, but they signed up. They've been on like a signing spree lately. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're doing, but. They just got rid of a ton of people. Now they're bringing, them, bringing some people back. Or well, not back, but they're bringing in new people. So, I don't know. Congratulations. We'll see what goes on with her. But uh, I would not mind seeing her in there.
1: There you go, yeah.
2: Oh. I mean, I've, I've always enjoyed her work. I like, I like her like the ground. It's a little bit of her and Impact. Mm. She's pretty talented.
1: Yeah.
0: I would say so. Anyway, Smart, you got two... And then we've got uh, three left after that. But uh, go ahead and knock one of yours out real quick.
1: All right.
2: I'll go ahead and talk about this one real quick since this is more of, uh, this isn't quite as substantial. Um, So yesterday, of course, I know that you watched it because who couldn't have watched it? But yesterday on the old NBC network, Young Rock premiered. This is from the uh, F4W online, so the Wrestling Observer. Uh, NBC's Young Rock debuts exceeds 5 million viewers. So it says uh, Young Rock, the premiere of the NBC sitcom based on the life of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his family, did five. 0.034 million viewers and overnight ratings Tuesday's kickoff guarantee are garnered the third highest audience for network television on the night behind CBS and CIS and NBC's This Is Us. In the demos, Young Rack did a 0.4 in the 18 to 34, 0.9 in the 18 to 49, and 1.4 in 24 to 34, all second behind This Is Us. So people love them some
0: of this is yeah um i did not see this
1: mm-hmm.
0: i apologize i did not watch this um but uh i do want to check it out so i'm sure i will if only one episode i'm sure i can find it and i definitely know i can find it um i'll check it out on uh nbc right and it's right i think it's available on hulu oh okay if it's on hulu then i'll definitely check it out it'll be night after each time but um I'll, I'll check it out and i see a little picture here of the kid playing young rock and behind him got the you know the old school you know posters on the wall i like it i like by it. the
2: by i think this is, this is also kind of related to that there were photos that were released of uh vince and randy savage hmm. the the people that they cast to play those roles in the show right Have you seen
0: those? Those are quite interesting. I saw the young Vince wasn't the best, but, I mean, what are you going to do? It's hard to get someone that looks like Vince. I actually thought the Macho Man one was pretty goddamn good. I actually did. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Listen, if you... And I saw people complaining about the... whoever they cast for Andre. Um, Do you know how limited you are with casting a guy that big? (laughs) yeah there Uh, are but so many options yeah i believe you're a little limited there um so i don't know i'll definitely take a take a look at it though and see what's going on now did you watch it i have
2: not i do plan on it i'm gonna give it a try see how it goes yeah
0: i got nothing else to do for the rest of the week kids are out of school the rest of the week so what the hell i'll take a watch i will definitely do that um all right, get your other one pulled up and I'll uh, I'll do this one real quick. A few weeks ago, Smart, we had talked about NXT thinking about starting another show. Mhm. Well, it looks like they actually did. It looks like they actually recorded something back in December. Um Show is tentatively called NXT Evolve. Huh. And will have its own title belt um, It looks like They definitely Did um, Like we said It is going to be Probably ran by Sapolsky Looks like this is how he's kind of getting his show back
2: So, <laughs> I, w- say, I wonder how they came up with the title
0: of that show Oh I'm sure what happened was Hey look you kill your show And we'll have you be a real feeder For our feeder <laughs> I got a feeling that's exactly how that went. Um, But yeah, yeah, they did already. Looks like they've already done one episode. They're creating graphics. um, And it's uh, Jeremy Borash also is heavily involved in the production with Gabe Sapolsky. So it's they're saying it's supposed to be like nothing else. WWE is producing right now. And I guess we'll see. I don't know when it's going to air. There's no date but it looks like they have definitely done it. It looks like they're also ta- another name for the show. Could be NXT Underground. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, they are literally making a feeder for their feeder. Interesting. Interesting. It is, is it not? So, all right. I guess we'll see what happens, when that's going to air, what the name is going to be. And uh, we'll go ahead and go go from there. But uh just wanted to quickly mention that. There wasn't really a lot we had to get into. Oh, don't worry, Dirk Sheets. We're going to get into Teddy. No. Yeah. No, we're going to wrap up with Teddy. I promise you, sir. I promise you, sir. Um, how about... Here, let me knock this one out real quick. Then we'll do the... Uh, then we'll do the other one and then we'll we'll then we'll get into Teddy last. Sure. Teddy is our main event as usual. Always. Oh. Always. With all this AEW joining everyone and the forbidden door being mm-hmm. being open. Um I guess Cody was asked about AEW. Working with WWE. And basically Cody said Yeah, it can work together. Maybe we can work together one day. Um, Does Cody forget they spent their first six months trashing WWE? Jericho still makes fun of WWE's ratings to this day. Literally calling himself the Demo God is shitting on WWE. I don't see these two companies working together at all, ever. Ever. Even if they are on different nights, I still don't see it. I don't see it. I don't think WWE wants to work with anybody.
2: The thing is, like, if he honestly really and truly believes that he's the most naive son of a bitch in the world, because they don't do deals with people. They stopped working with people the day ECW died. Like, ever since then, it's just been a matter of them, like, purging talent from other promotions and then potentially offering them some exposure right like they don't do anything unless it benefits them
0: yeah um you're right they really don't and if it's not going to benefit them they're not going to do a goddamn thing so i don't think they see i'm sure they're looking at this little thing right here and they're like what the fuck um christopher kane i believe just posted something was that christopher kane saying about um what's his name having a seizure kyler Riley. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Sasha Baron Corbin, and I did go ahead and type that name in, hit news, and according to fans in attendance at WWE NXT, which the fans are the, we know who they are, they're the, the, the workers, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly suffered a seizure right after the NXT broadcast. Um, he does have type 1 diabetes, that could do it, um, and it uh, looks like, let's see, a Fan at the show says the seizure happened after O'Reilly hit the steel steps. We didn't see that. Oh, no, we haven't seen that yet, but okay. This appears to have happened during the taping that occurred after the live broadcast. So I guess it was something they were doing for the week after. Yikes. Um, good God. I hope he's going to be okay. hmm I hope he's going to be okay. But yeah, I mean, they've got Twitter pictures here of him being... Stretchered out, Triple H out there, you know, doing his thing. <clears throat> but, wow. Uh, hopefully he's going to be okay. I'm glad no one just, you no. luckily there's only pictures. It's not a fucking recording of it. I'm sure there is.
2: Yeah. This kind of reminds me of uh, Lince Dorado from uh, Lucha House Party. When he was in Chicago, he yeah. had a Caesar and mm, hard for me to say, Caesar in the ring. So he went for, I think it was like a moonsault. Wow. and he he it was part of the match but he purpo- he missed it but he missed it on purpose it's hmm. so like i think he was wrestling kingston and kingston moved out of the way he a moonsault and they just started like flailing around it was like real disturbing because i mean it was legit
0: huh all right yeah man sad shit man sad shit right there but hopefully hopefully he's gonna be all right and um, we will find out very soon. Why are they posting pictures of Taya Valkyrie up here? Anyway. Anyway, I like her. All right. Um, I guess. Let's get into yours.
2: All right. Let me go ahead and. I got this going here. This is from fighterfans.com. Yeah, a bit of a
0: Chris Hero Sandwich. <laughs> That's right.
2: So uh, I want to read the beginning of this because I just read the term they used to refer to him, and it made me laugh. <laughs> so so the, the, it begins with quote: "Independent wrestling legend and former NXT superstar Chris
0: Hero." I saw that. <laughs> I got a chuckle. I did.
2: Which I mean, independent wrestling legend is is a
0: really fun way of framing. NXT failure, <laughs> Th- Those—that's uh, another word salad. That's like basically just a complete oxymoron of itself. But anyway, go ahead.
2: Why? Well, I mean, yeah, because you get like people who are like legitimate independent wrestling, like Christopher Daniels, was on the independent scene for fucking forever. Brian
0: Danielson.
2: Right. Yeah, you get these people. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it was just a really fun way of trying to make him look more important than he might actually be. But anyways, this is. Uh, so. Chris Hero talking about Vince McMahon it says one of the subjects brought up on this week's episode of Chris Hero's podcast was Vince McMahon and being out of touch with modern pro wrestling. Chris Hero had a really interesting take on the subject saying quote i do I don't know Vince personally. I have met him a couple of times, but I'm speaking from my perception of what Vince is. I don't have any inside knowledge." Quote, I don't think Vince cares to be in touch with today's wrestling because Hero continued. I think he has a mindset of what type of product he wants to put out. And he's doing his best to continually put that product out when certain numbers aren't met. He's like, well, we got to change something. What do we have to change? Vince has a couple of people that have his ear, and I'm sure he asked their opinion. It's such a weird question. I can't say that he's out of touch because he's not trying to be in touch. He doesn't care what anybody else wants. He wants what he wants, and sometimes at the behest of his performers and his producers, etc. Chris Hero finished by pointing out that Vince McMahon, in this position, is in this position because he built the empire. But it's his. It's his game, right? It's his game. It's his ball. You do it the way he wants you to do it, or you can find a job elsewhere.
0: Okay, that kind of sounds like every boss everywhere. More or less, yeah. More or less. And the rest of it is kind of, thank you, Captain Obvious. (laughs) Yeah. This is kind of something we've all known. We've all been saying this. We know everything goes through Vince. We know that's why the show is not great right now. We've all said he's out of touch with what's going on in pop culture. That's why the shows were better with Paul Heyman. Because Paul Heyman actually does keep up with that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe his Heyman Hustle website and his Heyman Hustle website is pretty much pop culture. Yeah. I think he still runs it. So Or has someone running it. Whichever. I'm sure he knows what's going on with it, though. Pretty much to me, this is... Yeah, we knew this. Yeah, more or
2: less. Just interesting to kind of think about and talk about a little bit. Oh, that yeah. it just kind of, it is, reinforces some of the notions that we had floating
0: around. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I I, I could see a lot of... and I mean, I could see a lot of the guys thinking like this and have said this before. You know, sure. once, once they're out of WWE, yeah, Vince... But as far as the last little sentence there, all right, well, you know, you do it his way or you find another job. Um, have you ever had a real job, dude? That's I wonder. That's kind of what every job is. You do it the way you were taught. Unless you got a better way. And most bosses don't want to hear your better way because they've been doing it the same way for 50 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just kind of how it works, man. <laughs> you know, I uh, hate to tell you. I mean, look. I'm, I know I'm not the biggest fan of, of this guy, but I'm not trying to be a, a douche here. But yeah, this is kind of kind of. Uh, thanks for letting us know what we already knew, pal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. As he digs into his jar of mayo for another bite, <laughs> he says, "I can't say he's out of touch." One more spoonful. Oh, but it, anyway, I'm sorry.
2: See, uh, yeah, I'm interested that you said spoonful because <laughs> before you were painting the picture that he was just like reaching in like a fucking bear trying to get a salmon, just fucking reaching in with his hands and just shuffling it into his mouth. I didn't say he had no class. <laughs> I never said that. Uh, okay, so he's got his pinky up when he's eating out of his industrial sized jar of mayonnaise. I didn't say he
0: had that much class either. Okay, <laughs> let's go right in the middle. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Middle ground. Middle ground. <laughs> Just keep it in the middle there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what else you got on that?
2: That's pretty much it about independent
0: wrestling legends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, Chris Hero Sandwich putting it out there. Okay. Extra mayo. All <laughs> right. So, right at the beginning of the show, we asked the question: Is Teddy Hart in jail? The answer: Ding. Yes. He is. He is in jail. Matter of fact, he's in jail right in Fort Worth.
1: Mm.
0: Right down in Fort Worth, about 45 minutes from here. uh, In Tarrant County, actually. Uh, He is. uh, Records show that uh, he was arrested Wednesday, February 10th. So that was a week ago. Arlington, Texas Police Department picked him up on a charge. One charge of evading arrest with a vehicle. One charge of injury to a... Before everyone freaks out, let me finish this sentence. Child, elderly individual, or disabled individual don't know what that's about. Records also show that Tarrant County Sheriff's Office uh, had arrested Hart earlier that same day on possession of a penalty Group 1 controlled substance, which usually covers, and this is in the article, cocaine or heroin. Or methamphetamine or prescription narcotics. I'm thinking he got steroids again, probably. Uh, this The records do not state which substance Hart was charged for, though. He was jailed in Fort Worth last year around October for the same charges. So, yeah, he's uh, he's back in jail. I don't know what the charge of injury to a child, elderly individual, or disabled individual is. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. Um and it looks like he was uh again, evading, which that means he was running from the cops. Right. Right. Evading a r- arrest slash detention with a vehicle. He was in he was car chase.
1: Mm.
0: That he was in his white Bronco. That that's fancy words for car chase. <laughs> he was doing insults as the <laughs> cops tried to close in on him you know he had on his fucking shiny pants when they pulled him over. Oh, cool. hold on. Let me go up here. <laughs> How do you know it was me? Because oh, no. Nope. You're
2: the only one that walks around in pajamas.
0: No, look at him. He's, in a, he's actually in a... I got the latest mug shot here. He's a uh, black t-shirt he's got on in this one. Oh, boy. Teddy does not look good in this photo. Teddy... Teddy's starting to get that Bruce Willis face. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Here, I can, uh, I can copy this and... Y'all can scroll down and check out the mugshot window, chat room, and I'll pop that in there for y'all to enjoy. You can check out, scroll down just about halfway down the screen, and uh, you'll see his mugshot right there. But once again, just cannot stay out of fucking... Actually, it's down on the bottom of the article. Uh, Just in the past... I'd say three years, Mark mm-hmm. this guy has been arrested what six seven times just that just that I remember talking about something like that, yeah, always a drug charge involved, always something to do with either violence or some sort of i mean. There was one guy threatened him with a gun when he was, you know, with Maria Maniac. Maria Maniac, right? Manic. Manic. Sorry. No worries. We played the audio of that. It was just terrible. Yeah, and once again, I I, I think the worst of the charges here are the injury to a child, elderly, or disabled individual. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened there. I'm... I'm wondering if he hit someone, but I don't see any kind of, you know, attempted vehicular homicide or anything, which is why I'm not thinking that. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but, you know, he was caught earlier that day with drugs. And then Mm -hmm. next thing you know, he's right back in jail at at some point. Do you do you not just reflect and be like, man, I got to clean up my act? I mean, I think
2: he might just be so far down that road that he like either can't, doesn't know
0: how, or doesn't think there's a problem. <sighs> DDP. Mm, yeah. You might need to reach out to this dude. I don't think that relationship would work either way. DDP might not want to. Someone needs to reach out to this guy. There needs to be a little Teddy Hart intervention. You know what is
2: interesting? By the by, I was just looking up Teddy Hart on Twitter. See if I could find out what the charges were in more detail. Well, the guy who has the name, at Teddy Hart, this is like his real name, is a pastor in Long Beach. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> so he's like the polar opposite of everything that the Teddy Hart that we know Bye. stands for. And I imagine that this poor guy has been the recipient of a lot of weird tweets.
0: And you never know might not be the fine individual you think. You never know. Eh, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I'm sure that guy's not not doing very good. But uh, is there any more information there? Uh, not that I can find. Nah, there – if he was just – I mean, it was only a week ago. There should be – I could probably dig for it, but I don't really feel like doing it. Um, I don't really feel like doing it. I just – again, this – yeah, at one point – I mean, how old is Teddy Hart? How old is Teddy Hart? Let me just, Teddy Hart, H-A-R-T, let me type in wrestler so I don't get the wrong Teddy Hart, age, what is he, 40, 41 Mm -hmm. years old, 41 years old, I mean, I got to tell you, man. when you hit 40, you just got to, at one point, just go, okay, I got to get my life together, you know, doing this shit, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm like really an adult now, and I gotta get my shit together. I, it, it's, it's just, and people have tried to tell him to do this. Maria was telling him to get his shit together, and he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I'm all good. I'm good. You know, give me the joint. Hey, yeah. Oh, you know, ah, it's just not. I don't know, man. The guy needs to fucking grow up, or he's gonna end up either." In jail for a very long time or worse. And I believe you know what I'm saying by worse. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I just hope the guy eventually looks at himself and goes, damn, I got to clean my act up. I mean, yeah. Am I sitting here fucking drinking and smoking pot? Yeah, in my house talking to you guys.
2: Right. So apparently, according to to Russell's own, it says it is worth noting that these are the same charges he was arrested for in October, which all stemmed from his December 2016 arrest, the reason he was brought back to Texas last year. Also, what's interesting is they did a nice little recap for us. Because it says Hart has been arrested multiple times in recent months, starting with a February 2020 arrest for possession of narcotics with the intent to sell or distribute. And in March, related to a domestic violence incident involving girlfriend Maria Manick. Hart had been jailed in Richmond County, Jail, Virginia in September 2020 in relation to violating a house arrest order stemming from the arrest in March. Hart was scheduled for a hearing in Richmond, Virginia in October, but but it was ultimately canceled. Cancelled as he was extradited, booked in Tarrant County Jail. Yep, that's Fort Worth. So, I mean, basically, he's been arrested for just multiple times in
0: the last year alone. Unbelievable, man. Well, I'm sure he's starting to like jail, maybe. I don't know. I mean, some people. I mean, I would not want to be in a jail right now. You know how fucking cold it is in a jail cell right now? And besides, we're with him, though.
2: He has the benefit of, like, he's not going to be anyone's bitch because he just
0: won't shut up long enough. <laughs> oh, I think they have ways to make you shut up. Uh, <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm assuming they have ways to make you not run your mouth. Hey,
2: get that out of my
0: mouth. Um, take that fucking chain off his neck and choke him with it. Uh, put mm-hmm. him, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Teddy Hart. Look in, dude. Let let yourself in, man. Open <laughs> your mind and go, dude, I gotta change. Of course, we'll be having him on the show Friday. The guy, so- sm- <laughs> I mean, the guy smokes enough pot. He should be able to just sit there one night and go, man, I gotta fucking... I... I just got to give. I don't know. Anyway, I got nothing else. I'm, uh, I'm about, literally, this guy has given us a lot of material over the past, uh, year. So thank you, Teddy Hart, for that.
2: Mm-hmm. Teddy Hart, Marty, Janetti.
0: Oh, yeah. Marty, Marty has. So, all right. On that note, I got Zip Zero Zilch. Nothing else. Yep. yep. All right. Let's rattle it off and get on out of here then. Here we go. Alright, song is playing. There we go. Of course, we start out with the high marks. It's Cheeseman, Mojo, and G-Wiz. Where can you find them? Mixer.com, Metal Mitt Network. Two Ts in Mitt. And don't forget to check them out. 8.30pm Sunday nights. That is Eastern Time. And of course, Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades, the Inhuman Experience. They're back. Definitely go subscribe on all the usual podcast platforms. I mean, you don't have to subscribe on all of them, but if you want to, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. I'm sure they'd love it. And, of course, Everything Unscripted, a wrestling podcast. I will be back on there Sunday night doing one more time the debate. These questions are a little tougher. I'm actually going to have to do a little fucking research. God damn you, Doug. Anyway, they can be found on all the usual podcast platforms. And, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Just type in Everything Unscripted. It will pop up for you. I promise. Stephen Milan, we appreciate you sharing the show, show, sir. Letterboxd, dot com slash Stephen Milan, two L's in Milan. That is where you can find him reviewing movies, almost 8,000. Definitely get over there and check him out. And, of course, check us out on Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, Anchor, YouTube, Spreaker, everywhere.
2: That's right, Eddie. On Mondays, 8.30 on the Middle mid podcast network. Be sure to check out Cheese on Sports with Cheese Man. And Thursdays on the Middle podcast network. Also, be sure to check out our friends at the motor City Machine Guns. And while you're doing that, be sure to load up the rocket ship with the space fuel as Ultimate Warrior has commanded you to do so, so that you can visit our friends at the planet... Rack on tour, supfinite rack on tour podcast with Bobby Anthem, with Yuck Nasty, and with Papa Dave Sincere. All sixteen episodes are available for you, and season two is coming, so be ready, be prepared, be alert, be aware. Subscribe wherever you can, wherever you're allowed to. There you go.
0: And if you're not allowed, do it anyway.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kick what? down that forbidden door.
0: Johnny Fever on WKRP used to say, if you can't be good, be bad. That's right. All right. There you go, folks. We will be back here a Friday night, so definitely come on back. And chat room, appreciate you guys. As always, downloaders, however you get this show, however you listen to this show, it is much appreciated. So back here, Friday, smart. See you then. Everybody mm-hmm. else. <laughs> Adios.
2: Time to take your drunken ass home. It's alright. If you don't know what to do with yourself, uh, take your drunken ass home. Party's over. Man, last song. Can't stay here. You got to go.